Yeah, well, I just want to go home. That's it. I don't understand the rules here. I want to go home. Let's clean you up and let's see if we can figure out the rules together, okay? What about your bike? It's safe for taking a bus. Why can't we just go home? Welcome to Karate Kid Minute, a podcast where we discuss the original 1984 classic, The Karate Kid, one unfair minute at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. And joining us today from Intro to Briscoe are Will Johnson and Melanie Richard. Hey. You used my full name. (laughs) Now we have to to go back into hiding. Now it's official. (laughs) Witness protection so, for us again. So much for my witness protection. <laughs> well, little do people know, I actually just did your name backwards. So, oh. so uh, well, now they know. Well, I guess I'll have to edit this. <laughs> yeah. Her name, her name is Richard. Whatever. I guess I'll just have to move again. Yeah. <laughs> no biggie. Anyway, longtime fans of the Karate Kid Minute. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We'll know. We'll we'll be happy to hear your voice again. To hear that you know you've been unshackled yet again from the basement. I've been needed, needed to call you in. So, <laughs> but we have Will on the podcast, and you guys all used to do uh, a podcast called Intro to Briscoe, yes. which people are like, "What Nabisco? <laughs> I have no What's idea what that is." <laughs> yeah. Explain. Yeah. Should we explain? Yeah, explain. Ahead, just let it yeah. be a mystery. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> enough about that. Let's just move on. <laughs> no, it's a. Um, it's just called cast. content. <laughs> it's a intro cast about a '90s show. I think it used to come on after X Files, actually, or before yep. X Files, uh, called "The Adventures of Briscoe County Jr.", starring the one and only Bruce Campbell and Julius Carey. Mm-hmm. And if any show needs to be brought back for a season, I think it's that show. I don't know. They could have, <laughs> it, even though um, Bowler or Julius Carey has died, they could have his ghost or something. I don't know. They could do like a Twin Peaks season. He three. must have fathered a son yeah. or a daughter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be so cool. <laughs> Duke Bowler. Oh, that would be really cool. <laughs> if they had Bowler Jr. Yeah. Oh, That's I, I would Duke, love that. Duke Bowler. Duke Bowler. Oh, I would love that so much. <laughs> Uh, and of course, you know, anybody who loves Bruce Campbell should definitely check that show. It's funny. I was, uh, you know, I've been unpacking and I totally forgot I had the box set of the DVDs. Oh, <laughs> oh nice. I like yeah. so many of my DVDs have been boxed up and now they're, I'm, I'm finally able to display them in shelves and I, that sucker is on top shelf now. It's nice. Quality, quality. I actually forgot that I had the box set too because I was looking for a set the, uh, recently and I'm like, oh, look, here's Briscoe. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's a question. Since you guys all podcasted about a Bruce Campbell show, I'm going to spring this on you. Who should Bruce Campbell play in The Karate Kid if we had to cast him in there? Like, would he play Daniel? Like in a new movie or like we're recasting yeah. the original movie? No, we just completely edit somebody out, and we put Bruce Campbell in this, in their place, and it's into the '84 movie. <laughs> and what age is Bruce Campbell? Yeah, whatever. I think he'd be a pretty good Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> he can play. He can play a real a real jerk when he wants to. He does, Creaser. <laughs> Who? Creaser. Creaser. Or, or Crease or whatever. What's his name? Oh, uh, the karate oh. guy. Oh, you you think he would be in uh... listeners of the Karate Kid Minute? Um, Mel just called John Crease Creaser. 
Is that, hey, who, is that who you're saying he should play? Yes. Yeah, that's a good thing. Matt looked at me so blankly when I said creaser. Even though it's one le- even though it's <laughs> even though it's only one letter off, it completely didn't connect with me as when she was talking about. It's just like Huh? <laughs> I immediately went back to Auto Man, and he had a little helper called Cursor. <laughs> Whatever. Is that, is that like Swiper from Dora the Explorer? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Creaser, no creasing. <laughs> no creasing. <laughs> Anyways, you know what I meant. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. <laughs> Damn it. Well, you know that, that's a fun fact that's coming out uh, this week, and it will start off your Monday right, knowing that uh, John Crease is actually not a fan of ironing. <laughs> He's a creaser. <laughs> anyway, glad to be reunited with Robin Mel. Mm, so happy, so happy. <laughs> now, no. now I, I just gave Mel a blank look. So. <laughs> <laughs> you say well. I was saying, Matt and I used to do a podcast about Terminators, and we had a regular writer, a listener called Daniel, and I used to call him Danielson. And that's right. Nice. Another Karate Kid reference. Yeah, and yeah, that was uh, that was what we make, uh, and it was for the Sarah Connor Chronicles. And And was that another intro cast? Yes, it was another intro cast. Explain what an intro cast is for people who don't know. Yeah, it's uh, it's if somebody has not seen uh, the movie or show, uh, you you know they're they're like the co-host, and then the the person that's introdu- introducing it is like the main host, basically. And you know you just get them on and get their first reactions. It's like you know, do you love those YouTube reaction videos? Well, before that, there were podcasts <laughs> like that. <laughs> so there are plenty of them out there. Mm. Anyway, should we talk about Karate Kid? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's introduce Mel uh, to a character named John Kreese. Uh, he is uh, the master at the Cobra Kai dojo, and um, his name is not Kreaser. But this is uh, minute 28 of the Karate Kid. It begins with Daniel screaming in his mother's face and ends with Miyagi coming out of his spy shack. Uh, so... We uh, we pick up in the midst of the scene that we left off on Friday. Um, so it's just that, you know, it's just Daniel's just lost it at this point. He he didn't go after Johnny after they left him all wrecked on the beach. He didn't. He, he, he ends up scrapping with Bobby at the soccer tryouts. He's been avoiding these guys. And now he's just been attacked and nearly killed for step simply just stepping into the wrong dojo. <laughs> So there's a lot of anger happening here. Yeah, it's justified. Mm-hmm. He's been taking it for quite a while now, just getting beat on, beat on, beat down. And of course, you know, you take it out on the ones you love. Oh, ain't that the truth? Mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry, Matt. <laughs> yeah, about earlier. Ooh, sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the novelization I have here uh, says, "quote." Daniel was angry, angry at his mother, angry at Allie, angry at Johnny, and even angry at himself. He had hit his boiling point. Yep. So, yeah. He's a hothead. He is a hothead. <laughs> and and yeah, he uh, beat the heck out of the front of Miyagi's office. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, he's like, I've got to take karate. 
And Lucille says, you took karate. So Matt, does, does that mean you can actually finish karate? <laughs> <laughs> Like no, you took I don't it. Think no you need for it. Finish karate. No, it's a lifelong training process. Yeah. <laughs> this is why Daniel is terrible at karate. They just this the whole family just doesn't understand karate. I beat karate. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, you, you got to I got to learn how to make macaroni and cheese. You've made macaroni and cheese. So <laughs> there's no need to make more. <laughs> it can't possibly be pr- improved upon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You got it. You figured it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, Daniel, uh, you know, she, he, she, he's like, oh, not at the Y, a good school. He's just like no respect for the teaching that he got at the Y. It's sad. Mm. Cut to his mm. Y karate teacher crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's nothing in the lyrics that say you can become a master of martial arts. I mean, you can hang out with all the boys, but no, nothing about getting a black belt. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, you should write that lyric in there, though. Yeah. You can be, you could make, a, uh, I can't do it now. I just, no. <laughs> You're put on the spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Will, you got anything? <laughs> you want to write lyrics? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I can play, I can play maybe if you write the lyrics. All right. We'll work on that. <laughs> We're going to be uh, releasing a music video of us uh, singing in front of our webcams. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this next exchange is, is kind of sad. Uh, Lucille says, fighting doesn't solve anything. And Daniel says, neither is palm trees. Ooh. And Lucille says, that's not fair. It's like, it's almost like, it sounds like Daniel's accusing her of bringing him to California to get away from their problems in Newark. Like they had, you know, like, uh, you know, we find out that, I mean, it's not explicitly said, but there's no dad in the picture. So mm-hmm. there must be, must've been something that happened there. And, you know, she basically took some night classes and ran to California for a, a computer job. And so it, there isn't a lot of background of where they're coming from, what, what they're, but it, it, it does seem like they kind of came out here pretty drastically I didn't, with not a lot of cushion waiting for you i don't know <laughs> yeah i wish like, we get some more some more backstory but do we have to be spoon-fed the backstory no you can make it up yeah i think it's <laughs> nice to leave it open to the imagination but what about i mean don't you want to see the movie where lucille and daniel run the castle run <laughs> <laughs> no i'm fine no i'm fine without it i choose to believe they're escaping from uh, the mob She's, she was involved with the mob. There you go. See? Imagination. <laughs> she's she in witness a protection. confidential informant. Oh, man. What did you say, Will? I uh, said so she's in witness protection. <laughs> but they didn't tell Daniel. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Daniel, so Daniel finally articulates straight up what he's been frustrated about when it comes to moving to Reseda. He says, uh, yeah, like it was fair coming out here without asking me how I felt about it. That was fair. And Lucille says, you're right. I should have asked. So Would that have changed anything, though? She's the parent. She gets to say what happens. <laughs> I think it's not even about that, though. I think it's about just being involved in the decision. Mm. Even yeah. if she gave him no say, at least she told him about it. Like, she said, how do you feel about this? Let's talk it through. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I really need this job. 
like let's see what we can do for you to make this easier yeah yeah the way she talks to daniel it's it's always like this is gonna be great you're gonna love this you know <laughs> and yeah I, I can imagine she kind of came home one day is like guess what kid we're yeah. going to california <laughs> yeah but it's like as a parent even really like it'd be hard to like look for a job and then try to talk to your kid about oh hey like there's this possibility of and then get them all excited about it or you know and then you have to disappoint them when you don't get the job so it's kind of hard to bring that kind of stuff up yeah uh i mean i just think you know thinking about i'm just thinking like it's, it's still it's like i i feel like lucille is constantly just a a great parent like some yeah. parents won't even admit that they've done something wrong. Like they would yes. have just been like, put their foot down and say, well, too bad. You life sucks. You deal yeah. with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's really, it is really nice that she acknowledges that. Yeah. Like I should have, I should have considered your feelings more. Like, I'm really sorry about that. That's really okay. nice. Yeah. 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 Um, and you know, in my discussion with, uh, uh, Matt and let's see, Dave and Sean last week, we're, I, I was just mentioning that um, this is probably, uh, you know, lady who plays Lucille, Randy Heller, this is probably her best scene in the movie. Like, she gets to play, like, a range of emotions, um, and some concern, and then worried, and then, you know, putting mm. up with <laughs> Ralph Macchio screaming in her face. Just <laughs> 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 being a great mom. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, because of that, I felt that we still haven't given on this podcast randy heller her due and uh i found some fun facts out about her so um oh, nice. as usual i have things to read to you <laughs> okay. uh believe it or not she's from brooklyn oh <laughs> really <laughs> yeah she yeah, just, just sounds very brooklyn <laughs> i'm stunned to hear that <laughs> Um, at age seven, she informed her mom that she had entered herself in the Lions Club talent show. Uh, she placed second. And so because of that, she went back the next year and placed first. <laughs> what was her talent? I don't know. I wish there was more details about that. It was just, I don't know. Uh, you know, she's got some, she's done some singing. Uh, so maybe it was some singing. Because um, the next fun fact I have about her is that in the 70s, she was on broadway uh uh for several years uh playing rizzo in greece i can see it stalker chain character um so uh she then moved to la and did some uh guest roles but uh, on like tv shows and movies but got a lot of attention in the late 70s uh for her role on the tv show soap um where she had a recurring role as one of television's very first lesbian characters. Huh. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, I, I have some, she says, uh, okay. So they, she was talking about how they're, they were still like, yeah, it was the seventies, but they were, you know, on TV, they're still a little restrained <laughs> for that. Mm-hmm. Um, she says about doing a scene where she has to introduce her girlfriend. She says, quote, uh, I went to kiss her in rehearsals and they said, no, 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 you can't do that. I said, but she's my girlfriend. No, 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 we can't do that. We just cannot do that. So it was so careful. It was so delicate in those days that you couldn't really do your thing. They wanted me to be a heterosexual homosexual. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I believe Billy Crystal also played a gay, a gay character on that on that show. And that, wasn't that like Ooh. one of the first gay TV characters? I don't know. Hmm. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, she did. What's that? Oh, yeah, yeah, he played a gay character on some show. I, can't, I think it was Soap. Yeah. Um, she also played a gay character again in a 2010 episode of Grey's Anatomy. Hmm. Um, and she was like in her 60s at that point. Mm. Um, she's also known for playing Don Draper's secretary, Ida Blankenship, on Mad Men. She even got an Emmy nomination for it. Really? Oh, that was her? Wow. What? Yes. Yeah, they aged her up. They really, I mean, you know, she was like like 50, in her late 50s or early 60s, and they, they put the makeup on her. And I got to see this. Yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. What's yeah. the character's name? Ida Blankenship. Uh, or just type in Randy Heller Madman, and you'll, you'll probably yeah. bring up a picture of her. Well, Mel watched that whole show. I did. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I didn't even realize it was her when I was watching it. Um, what? Hmm. Wow. Yeah, they did, they did age her up. Yeah. 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 Uh, and I just got my first conflicting fact, and I'm maybe we've already been corrected in the Twitterverse. You know, the corrections are flying in as our episodes get released. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, last week I, um, I even played a couple of clips, uh, matching up the, uh, manager of her restaurant, uh, who was played by Joan Lemo as the woman that, uh, has worked with Avildsen before and was the one that said at the beginning of Rocky, Hey Rock, you're a bum, you know, you're a bum, yeah. you're a bum. Well, <laughs> right. I think it's the Wikipedia. It says Heller was also the voice that says, Hey Rock, you're a bum in the first Rocky movie. <laughs> so... <laughs> Honestly, at this point, I have no idea. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Either they're both on it's it's not accredited uh, part, so who knows? I mean, guess I guess Randy Heller would know. Uh, Joan Joan Lemo actually died a few months ago. I forgot oh. to mention that, but yeah. yeah. Uh, so, how old do you think she is in this movie? Um, one dollar. Oh God, <laughs> her late thirties. <30s. laughs> Well, do you mean okay. the character or do you mean no. the actress? Randy Heller. Uh, okay. early, in her 20s. Early 30s. No, no, no. Say an age. Oh. Uh, I want to see who wins. The price the age is right. Uh, <laughs> 35. 35, Matt says. 32. 32 says Will. One. <laughs> Mel. <laughs> Undercutted. Yeah. 31 says Mel. Actually, the winner is Matt. He was closest without going over. It was 36. Wow. And fun fact, she's only 14 years older than Ralph Macchio is in this movie. (laughs) Ralph is like 22. (laughs) Playing a 16-year-old. I was just looking at something the other day. I think it wasn't Charisma Carpenter like in her 30s when she was on Buffy or 20s, <laughs> maybe his 20s. Okay, yeah. yeah. It kind of showed in in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's just like some people you can so tell that they're not teenagers. Yeah, I don't think she's one of them. I don't think she pulled off a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. But the, I mean, the lady I, who played Kendra certainly did. <laughs> I mean, I guess uh, uh, I, I felt like on Buffy, she was at least dressed the part like a high schooler. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and it, it, 
the funny thing was when she went over to Angel, I know this is a karate kid, but uh, you want to listen to us talk about uh, 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 Angel, please uh, subscribe to Redemption, Redemption Cast. Uh, um, yeah, I felt that when she went to Angel, it was like the, the writers were like, yeah, she's like 10 years older now. <laughs> we're not even going to. We're not even going to write around it. <laughs> she seemed that way, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, back to Randy. Um, she was a mom at this point to uh, her daughter. She had a daughter named Sloan, um, who is now a journalist in Kansas City, runs her own communications firm. Um, a couple years after Karate Kid, she was a mom again to her daughter, Cody, um, who is who ends up like, She's uh, in the writer's room for the American version of Wilfred, uh, which Randy Heller actually recurred on. I don't know if you guys ever saw that one. Yeah, no. it was a weird show, but that was good. <laughs> Eli- Elijah Wood has an imaginary dog friend. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Uh, she also wrote on the Hulu series Deadbeat. And most recently, she created and wrote the Quibi series Dummy. Uh, where Anna Kendrick plays a TV writer dating Dan Harmon, who begins a friendship with her boyfriend, Sextal, uh, who's, who's talking to her as an imaginary person. Uh, it is pretty wacky. And the funny thing is, like, she, Anna Kendrick's character is Cody Heller. Like, she's playing Cody, like, they're playing real versions, of the, you know, f- fictional versions of real people. So because it came from Cody Heller's mind, it's, she's playing the character Cody Harold Heller. <laughs> so as far as I know, I don't think Randy was, Randy had guessed it on that one. <laughs> um, some more fun facts. Uh, when Karate Kid part two came out, movie critic Gene Siskel spoke out about her not being in it. He says, quote, Heller's honest portrayal of a single parent trying to raise an adolescent was one of the genuine pleasures of the original film. And uh, Ralph Macchio agreed. This is a very uh, stunning quote, by the way. I just want to prepare you for it. Uh, He says in an interview with Gene Siskel, he says, I argued for her. Those scenes with her were some of my favorites in the original. They had some real emotion. And I honestly don't know why she isn't there. I haven't seen the sequel, but when the film focuses just on Miyagi, well, he's a great character. But after a while, he can become sort of a walking fortune cookie with all his sayings. I was like, dang, Ralph. <laughs> well. Uh, anyway, <laughs> just yeah, I kind agree. of. I agree. The mother should have been in there. Yeah, yeah. I think the first part I agree with, but it's like, wow, part two is like the most like emotional when it comes to Miyagi's character. And then just to dismiss him as a walking fortune cookie and say, I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> Maybe it's because yeah. he hasn't watched it yet. He, he was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> um. Lucille does show up again in part three, but it's really just kind of a scene at the beginning of the movie saying that she's got to go back to Jersey to take care of Uncle Louie. Um, he forgot the, where she left the sauce for him back in part one. Uh, no, it's because he has... to go take care of Uncle Louie, and she brought back uh, his kid, I, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That kid started moving out of Daniel's... Cousin Louie. <laughs> Uh, Uncle Louie actually had emphysema in the in part three, but we'll talk about it eventually. Uh, so anyway, that's enough for the fun facts. Um, I, yeah, so yeah, this is just a um, 
wrapping this up, it's kind of, uh, you know, Daniel saying he wants to go home. He doesn't understand the rules here. And, uh, yeah, he's just rules like of California rules of California, which is, I mean, to me, it's like, how do I stop these guys from attacking me? I'm like, I I'm doing all I can, <laughs> but they just keep coming after me. I don't know me. what he means by the rules. Yeah. Well, he's just, I, I think he's just used to being the cool kid. He was Mr. Smooth, Mr. Charisma back in Newark. And, uh, all of a sudden he's just like, you know, the outcast and somebody who's just attacked in the middle of the night for no reason, it seems. Yeah. Um, what part of California is this? Reseda. Reseda. Uh, the Valley. I like, yeah. I like to think that he's writing down these rules as, <laughs> as he comes across them. So he got, to, he got to the bottom of that hill and then he like opened up his notebook and he's like, all right. You're allowed to attempted murder is okay. That's one of the rules of California. Got it. <laughs> Here's another one. I should start wearing a helmet. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Because Lucio goes, let's see if we can figure out the rules together. And I'm thinking, really? Is that just kind of like a pat on the head, or did they actually come up and ne- go up and like pull out a piece of paper? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then she says, "What about your bike?" And he says, "It's safe for taking the bus." And I guess so. I mean, the guy's... He hasn't our... seen speed. Oh, yeah, that's true. He didn't come out yet. <laughs> that's true. He doesn't know about speed. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, either that, you know, he's going to be really surprised when he's, like, riding in the back of the school bus and all of a sudden, the dirt bikes start rolling up, <laughs> trying to run the bus off the road. <laughs> what is this, Mad Max? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, she leads him off, and then we get uh, Mr. Miyagi, who's been missing since we first saw him fix Little Russo's sink about you know eight weeks ago, it seems. <laughs> um, and yeah, yeah, I mean, this was all in front of his office. I'm sure if the yelling didn't get his attention, the slamming on his office wall and his office door did. <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm sure he heard the last part of the conversation that, and he's like, mm, you know, what a nosy neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> I think he has, he, he can't help but know. Cause he's Daniel's just like beating down his door as know, he's yeah. all, and they're both yelling. Yeah. yeah. He just wants some peace. And these two people are outside his office yelling. <laughs> Why is he working so late? Ah, uh, you know what he's doing. He's in there clipping bonsais. He's, he's happy. He had a paint scraper. Oh, we had a hand paint scraper. He was scraping bonsais. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. I should go work on that pool. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gonna scrape some bonsais instead. Yeah. He's uh, like, he senses an opportunity. He's like, he's like, hmm, can I put this kid to work? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this kid, should, get... this kid. Yeah. Try some cheap labor out of this kid. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go home because that means I have a lot of work to do. But this kid seems like he's got a lot of time on his hands. <laughs> he's got potential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a lot of energy. Yeah. Gonna put him to work. I can put that that aggressive energy to good use. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Now, I mean, we joke, but this is, I think, I mean, especially since we hear we hear the pan flute. I think this is the first time Zamfir sticks his head into Bill Conti's score, and there's oh. plenty of time to talk about 
the pan flutist, the pan flautist Zamfir in future minutes because he's got a lot more uh, uh, areas in the score where he's a more prominent figure. But I think with this, like this first, you know, uh, hearing of the the pan flutes, that this is this is Miyagi like going from. Uh, like whatever about this kid to concern and like I don't know he wants he's interested in what's going on and he's and he's feeling a little empath uh, you know empathetic sympathetic right Cobra Kai should do an alternate universe episode where uh, Miyagi uh, wasn't working that night and he Daniel never met him and let's see see what happens to his life Uh, yeah (laughs) I have to say something about Zamfir (laughs) go ahead My so growing up, my grandmother never listened to music, but the one thing that she did listen to was <laughs> pan flautists. Yeah, <laughs> and one of them was Zamfir, I'm pretty sure, and the other one was a guy named Radu. <laughs> That's really funny because I think my mother had both those tapes as well. That's what that, <laughs> I, I remember. My mother had a tape called "The Magic of Zamfir," and I never put it together that this person that drove me nuts back then uh uh, or it was the same person that played such you know a memorable part in karate kid i just think it's funny that someone would have just like a sing very singular taste in music and that is just pan flute and that's it i just just like this one instrument (laughs) he's great though i mean i mean you gotta you can't knock it like those pan flutes come on in in karate kid and it's just like oh you know and i don't know it's the melding of him and Bill Conti, maybe that that really uh, uh, makes it wonderful. Very soothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's the end of this minute, but we have to do our Monday question for Mr. Will. Uh, when did you first see Karate Kid? Any sort of memories attached to watching the Karate Kid for the first time? No, actually, I don't remember <laughs> when I first saw it. I probably saw it on video sometime after it was released, but I don't really remember. I know everybody talked about sweeping the leg, and I remember the crane people doing the crane kick, just playing around. But I know when the um, the um, Jaden Smith movie was coming out, I went and rewatched all the ones before. Yeah. And I remember the uh, Karate Kid video game, which was hard. I could never get past <laughs> the the ice Did chopping. Watch the ice chopping. Yeah, I think that's what it was. It was yeah. really like, yeah, I could never get past oh, that. Yeah, I'm bringing back memories. I remember this. Did you? Um, oh yeah, because wasn't it technically a, like a Karate Kid two video game? I'm not, maybe so. Ice, I don't I'm assuming. Yeah. I think it's. I think it started like the very first stage was like the the tournament, wasn't it? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. I can't. I can't remember. All I know is terrible. <laughs> well, we're going to have to play watch it through the and beat it. I did watch the cartoon. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> At least from my, what I remember, I just remember enjoying watching the cartoon. Um, and yeah. I need a copy of that cartoon. We need to watch this. I think it's actually available for streaming in Canada, Matt. So I, I think you can watch it at this point. But uh, I can't. Uh, <laughs> so... All right, cool. I have a question for all of you. Oh, yeah. Have any of you, like, ever, like, did any of you ever, like, attempt to try, like, joining a karate class just because of this? 
Well, you know my answer. I know you, but like like Will and Robin, like I don't know. There was a point where I wanted to learn karate. I don't know if it was specifically because of this movie, but I remember being interested in it. I just didn't have anywhere to go to take a class at the time. and didn't have money. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's the same thing. Uh, I really wanted to do it, but there wasn't anything available around my the small town I grew up in. I mean, wow. we didn't even have a Y. <laughs> what? <laughs> so. Crazy. Yeah. And I was just interested to hear that. Sorry, I kind of like took over. No, it's okay. Did you take a karate class, Mel? Uh, I've taken karate. I'm really terrible at it. Did you take it before? No, movie? never before. No. Just when I met you. Okay. Yeah. So you haven't finished karate yet. <laughs> she can't do it. <laughs> she never beat it. I, I'll never, I'll never finish it. I would, you know, I would. They would make me go up there to spar with someone, and I would just start crying. <laughs> Well, it sucks because I hear you can't even beat the ice level in karate. So. <laughs> I just I would get overwhelmed with like, just just get overwhelmed. I don't know what it was. It was just too aggressive. I think for me, I just just felt like personally attacked. Well, it wasn't even just sparring that got you. It was also the kata. Yeah, the kata was like really like just everybody looking at me. It just really like made Wait, me. What's the kata? You gotta you gotta explain this. Oh, I don't just... know. That's just when you go through the motions, you do the, the forms, you, you know, you just do karate to the air. <laughs> well, I do that a lot. It's basically, it's basically like a, like a, a um, dance, a dance. Yeah. Ah, okay. It's like a chore- choreographed uh, set of karate moves. Yeah. It's but... like air guitar, but no. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, hey guys, why? Why can't we just go home and forget this minute? Can we just go home? <laughs> Thank you for joining us, Will and Mel. <laughs> that was my, my that was my closing line. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Confusing. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. And would you like to come back on Wednesday for another Karate Kid minute? I'll think about of it. Of course. <laughs> That's a definite for Will, and who knows about Mel? Okay. <laughs> I'll chain her to the desk no, here instead no, of no, the basement. No, don't do it. You should do that. Yeah. Don't I mean, do the, chains, it. The, the chains, like, get, I mean, they, they show up a bit too much on the recording. It's a little loud. So. <laughs> I don't have that Audacity plugin that takes that chain noises. <laughs> yeah. He should just do uh, plastic zip ties. Oh, wait. <laughs> giving you ideas. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Silent. <laughs> Well, uh, we definitely, uh, before we close out, we want to give our guest a chance to plug anything that he has previously done, anything that he wants people to hear about, even if it's not something that you've done or something you're you're interested in, whatever you want to do. Uh, I'm not doing anything right now. <laughs> so I do stream on Twitch every once in a while. So twitch.tv slash longclaw with a K. So um, you'll see me playing terrible Overwatch or just or watching um, uh, what's that Gordon Ramsay show <laughs> that he does? Or Hell's watching Kitchen. that show. Yeah, Hell's Kitchen. Nice. You can actually stream yourself just watching TV? Yeah, well Amazon owns it so you can, there's certain shows on Amazon Prime that you can stream yourself and have a viewing party and Hell's Kitchen is one of them. Oh, interesting. Cool. Well, thanks again, Will. 
Thank you for having uh, me. If Mel comes back on Wednesday, thank you, Mel. Oh, yeah, we'll see. (laughs) All right. Until next time. I gotta take karate. That's it. (laughs) Yeah.